ages 15 to 30 wanting to get involved in their communities. My name is Jade Roberts and I'll be hosting this episode of the Rising Youth Podcast. I'm from Treaty 6 Territory in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. I am a Woodland Cree woman and an educator. I currently host and produce my own podcast called Still Here, Still Healing, and you can listen to new episodes of that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. If you're interested in learning about residential schools and hearing stories from residential school survivors, definitely check it out. Um, Our guest today on the Rising Youth Podcast is Danica Duncan from Winnipeg, Manitoba. So welcome, Danica. Good morning. Um, Do you just want to start out by introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about who you are? Okay, uh, I'm Danica. I am Métis and I'm in my first year of university uh, at a French university. So uh, I'm studying to become a teacher eventually. Awesome. Cool. That's really great. Your mom's a teacher as well, right? She is, yeah. Cool. For grade So that, um, I guess, if you want to tell us a little bit more about your project, I the reason why I know your mom is a teacher, because she was involved with uh, getting you started with your project. Um, but if you just want to start out by, yeah, telling us how you got started with your project and kind of like what the process was. Sure. So I organize a weekly, or sorry, a monthly visit with the students at Eco Varenz and the seniors at Riverside Lions. Um, And then students would come and visit with the residents and play games and do crafts with them. Um, I heard about it. Uh, I was volunteering at my mom's school and she had mentioned wanting to do something with the student council. So I'd recently lost my grandma to cancer and knew um, how important our relationship was. And I know some people don't have that kind of relationship with uh, grandparents. So I wanted to foster that. Mm, That's so awesome. Um, so I guess what was like your role in facilitating all of that? I mean, that seems like a big job to take on. Like how many students were you working with at a time? And yeah, if you want to just touch on that a little bit. Sure. So I was working with about 25 students from grade five to eight. Um, and they were all students on the student council. Mm. And I would plan the crafts and organize the dates with the teacher uh, in charge and the community liaison worker and the recreational director from Riverside Lions. Oh, okay, cool. So it sounds like you had quite a big role. And now that you told me that you're in university to become a teacher, I'm like, this is such great, like a great experience for you. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, it was, really, it was a really good experience to be able to get them to work with uh, seniors and just so, such different age groups. It's just good to learn from other generations. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you see like happening with the students or even on the, I guess, like the senior side too, what were like some of the positive impacts that you were noticing while working with them? Um, I did see lots of interactions and having fun with them and them being able to learn from the older generations, things that they didn't really know from other people that they talked to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were also able to help the seniors because they have uh, obviously different knowledge than they do. So. It was interesting to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when I spoke to you and your mom earlier, um, you guys had mentioned that your younger brother kind of took on this project as well now. Um, do you want to yeah, speak about that a little bit? Sure. So, yeah, my brother took over this year, um, and he, he did pretty much the same thing that I did, So, but he was affected by COVID-19 because he had to cancel uh, his last two meetings. Mm-hmm. Um but he ended up spending the rest of the money on games for the seniors to use during this time. And he gave a thank you goodie bag to the students 
which he delivered. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah, I was just going to ask, like, um, so he had a rising youth grant as well yeah okay yeah I was just wondering like how I know COVID-19 has been affecting so many projects and so many events so that's really cool that he was able to come up with an idea to still make use of that grant money and to like still help out the seniors and the students so that's really cool yes yeah um I think it was more of a challenge for him although like I didn't face any challenges like that mm-hmm. um but to pull through and kind of come up with something else um to use the money on yeah uh what types of challenges did you face when you were working on the project um sometimes the dates had to change last minute because of conflicts with the school or the complex which made it sometimes difficult to find a time that would work for everyone um especially being in school and working and doing all my other extra curricular activities so it was kind of hard to find a perfect time that would work for everyone right Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like, so you worked on this project two years ago, I think is what you told me? Yeah. So you only would have been like 15? Yeah. That's uh, no, no, sorry, uh, I was 17. Oh, okay. Um, I'm like, this is crazy that you're such a young person and like facilitating all of this. I like can't even imagine myself at like 15, 16 taking on a role like this. Um, so yeah, I just really like respect you for doing all of this work and taking on such a big project yeah I find to be like myself to be pretty organized and um I like I like being helpful towards others so I thought this was kind of a good thing to put those um qualities to to work Mm -hmm. um what kind of support did you have like from your community or like from the school um to help you along with this project um, the teachers at the school were very helpful, as well as the community liaison worker and the recreational director. And the RY team was also there to answer any questions I had throughout the process of it. So um, I did. I had lots of support from them. So it, yeah, I didn't find to be there to be too many struggles. And if if I did, like it was, there was always help that was there if I needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming that your brother probably heard about the Rising Youth Grants, like, from you. Um, but how did you come across applying for a Rising Youth Grant? Um, it was from volunteering at my mom's school. So I, I was I was doing a bit of tutoring there. And then um, my mom and the workers at the, uh, the, commu- the community liaison worker had told me about it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um what like did you feel like it was an easy process to apply um and i don't know if you applied for other grants to support this project but if you want to talk about yeah your process or um if you had any challenges applying for grants um i had never applied for any grants before this but this one did go very well mm-hmm. I, I i noticed like well i've applied for one myself in the past Um, and then also just like doing this podcast and talking to other youth, I've noticed the main feedback that I get is like, it's such an easy process for people. Um, so yeah, did you find that for yourself as well? I find, yeah, I found it was pretty easy and, um, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, I didn't have too many challenges having to apply for this grant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the money came and we were able to spend it, so it was easy and yeah we made it work cool um what was like so the grant money 
I'm just curious. So you guys, you did like crafts and games. So I'm assuming that's like most of your grant money went towards like buying supplies for that. Um, we also use it for busing the kids there. That's what we, so yeah, crafts, games, and then uh, transport for the kids. Mm, that makes sense. Um, you also mentioned that like the Rising Youth team was there to help you throughout um you're like applying for the grant and also like throughout your project uh was there any like specific uh of times that you can remember where you had actual support uh from the rising youth team specifically well specifically when my brother was working with it it, he needed a bit more support than i did just because of everything going on this year Mm -hmm. Uh, so they were able to help him spend the money and come up with ideas to um for other things that he could buy for the seniors and for the students. That's awesome. Um, I wanted to also ask you, since you're actually like the youngest person I think that I've ever interviewed on a podcast. Um, So you're kind of like in this role I see as like uh, you were a high school student and like a young teenager working on such a big project. Um, So in a sense, you're like, a leader in your community and for probably other youth in uh, even at your high school. Um, so what advice or like words of encouragement would you give to other youth, other high school students wanting to apply for grants or just to even take part in community service projects like you have? Um, the advice that I would give is that I would recommend them to find a project that they really love and that they're really interested in. And find the necessary people to talk to to inquire in it. So I just think it's a really great experience to learn from. And if, if they're interested in it, it'll, it's, it's a great process. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, do you like take part in any, like I know you're in university now, but is there any way that like you are, I guess, like promoting or um, encouraging others to get involved or like what is, do you take on a role of, of trying to encourage others, I guess, to get involved? I do tell my friends about the projects that I've done to try and uh, encourage them to do something like that. But I've also just became involved in saving animals with the local rescue. Um, I would like to continue to advocate for these neglected and abused animals. Awesome. Yeah, I feel like also once you're kind of like, so once you've had an experience working with like the Rising Youth team and applying for a grant with Rising Youth, you're kind of like in this community now of like, different change makers and different leaders um I don't know if you've noticed that but even like on social media there's like a pretty big presence for rising youth and like taking it global um so yeah I'm just wondering if like what what are your thoughts on that we've posted all our pictures from um from the visits with them and yeah and we also got to see other people's projects and kind of see what they're doing for their mm-hmm yeah, I think that's that's such a huge thing is like being able to share um, all of these projects and share the work that are that people are doing that youth are doing um, can be definitely like inspiring. So it's cool that you uh, were able to share on social media as well. And even like taking part in this podcast to share, I think, will benefit others. I agree. Yeah, I, I, we came up with even ideas from seeing what other people are doing and kind of seeing, oh, that would be interesting to see how ours would do with that. So it, it gave us lots of ideas to see what others are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you mentioned that um, 
you were kind of inspired to work on this project because of the relationship that you had with your grandma. Um, and I know that obviously with this project, you've probably um, impacted a lot of youth, you've impacted a lot of seniors. But aside from that, I guess like personally, how did working on this project kind of uh, impact you? What were What was your experience like? It really filled the void of not having my grandma, and I know how important it is to learn from older generations. So I, I just, yeah, I just loved being with um, the seniors. So I thought it would be interesting to get other students to be able to experience that as well. Mm-hmm. It made me happy to be there. That's awesome. Um, is that something that, like, I know you're in university now and like your brother has kind of taken on this project, but do you still kind of have a relationship with like any of the seniors or any of the students? For sure. Like I still, I still go and visit my mom's school every here and there. So I do see the students and stuff. Uh, still with tutoring and stuff like that. So um, not so much the seniors, but I do still always think of them. And my brother always tells me some experience that he has when he goes there. So yeah, it's nice to hear what he's doing and kind of similar things so I can relate to it as well. Cool. I know your brother's like not available right now to, I wanted him to come on this episode. Um, but if you, I don't know if you were able to talk to him or if he had anything that he, like any input he wanted to say, um, or even like things that he's said to you about his experience with Rising Youth or with his project. Um, if you want to share some of, some of that on his behalf. He did talk about this really old man who was there for the first five five visits, sorry. And then he didn't come anymore, so he he would tell me about this man that I guess impacted him in some way because he would notice him at all those visits, but then he wasn't there anymore, so Mm. it made him a little bit sad, I think. Yeah, um... I guess, like, that's something you have to, well, maybe you don't really think about while you're working on a project like this, um, but definitely something to take into account is, like, the the demographic you're working with and, like, things like that could happen. Um, so, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's sad, but also um, maybe, like, a good thing to experience or a good feeling um, to to have to endure and like have to go through um and something that you wouldn't necessarily know is going to happen when you first start a project like this yeah he would also tell me and i mean i i I saw this as well that when we bring the students there they would always bond with one certain senior so it was kind of cool to see how their bond would change throughout the whole process of it Mm mm-hmm um, are there any like specific stories that you're open to sharing? Maybe like even for yourself personally, like interactions or uh, like what you notice with students and seniors, if there's like, yeah, specific stories that you want to share? Uh, some of the students' grandparents were there, so they actually lived there. So they would um, go and hang out with them. So that was kind of cool to see that they had people that they actually knew there. So. Yeah, it was just cool to see that they they had already known people that were living there. Mm -hmm. They also made um, the students and us, we also made uh, dementia blankets for them. So they had like tactile things to touch to kind of keep them busy. Cool. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to like, what is, what's a dementia blanket? Do you want to (laughs) explain? 
it's a blanket with all these accessory things on it. Um, different, yeah, kind of texture things. There's zippers and buttons and different textured material. So, oh, okay. Um, I've never heard of that. That's really cool. What are some yeah, other projects that you guys were working on, like different crafts and stuff? Um, we made coasters for them to hold their cups and stuff. Um, we painted and decorated cookies. Um, we did some Halloween crafts. Easter crafts, Christmas crafts. We painted the rock, some rocks and put them in the community. Um, we painted some flower pots. Those are kind of the main ones that I that I can remember from mine from my experiences. Awesome. It's it's cool to um, think about how like young people and old people, um, they have like a love for doing crafts together. Um, I yeah. remember even like when I was younger, having that experience of working with elders and and being able to craft with them. It's such a good bonding experience. So it's cool that you kind of were able to facilitate that and like take part in that in some way. Yeah, we, we also had to make sure that the crafts were simple enough so that they would enjoy, or the seniors would enjoy and not get frustrated while doing it with them. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Um, how did you, like, come up with those ideas? Or was, like, was that solely placed on you to come up with those ideas? Or was it a team effort in kind of planning those events? It was a little bit of a team effort, but we, we did go to Michael's a lot, and we would find um, different ideas from there, from the crafts. Uh, lots of sales from Michael, so we would come up with those ideas from there. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, I what uh, I just wanted to ask, like, what's next for you? I know you're in university, and it's kind of a weird time right now. I'm assuming classes are, are over. Um, but is there any, like, other projects that you're continu continuing to work on or anything else that you're involved with in your community? I am still taking one class in university at the moment. It's just online. Mm. Uh, and then I'm still fostering through the Tales of Freedom. So um, fostering mostly dogs that we take in, but they we're just trying to help the community as much as we can by taking in these animals who need a home. Yeah, rescue strays. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome that you're like getting so involved in your community in different different areas. Like it's you're not just focused on one specific issue. You're really like uh like working with seniors, working with animals. That's it's uh that's really uh an honorable thing that you're doing. Yeah, I yeah. I I find it it wasn't really a job even. It was enjoyable, so um I I love doing it. So it didn't, it wasn't, um, work for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's like a main thing is when you find something that you're passionate about. Right. Um, and having things like the rising youth grant to help support and things that you're passionate about is, is so important. And it's cool that you're able to, to find that for yourself. Yes. Um, I hope other kids get to experience something like this and do similar projects or, something that they're interested in it's a really great experience mm -hmm. I hope that you are like um, 
with it seems like you're so involved like obviously still with your brother working with seniors um, and you working with animals in your community I hope that you're able to share your experience uh, with the rising youth grants and hopefully yeah inspire someone else to apply um, and to start something in your community I would yeah I would love to impact others and encourage others to do that uh similar projects like me and my brother are doing mm-hmm. that's awesome um how old is your brother okay so around, you guys were working on it like at, at the same age kind of um yeah around around the same age awesome uh what do you think like when your brother is kind of phasing out of that do you think somebody else will pick it up we are hoping to find someone that'll pick it up for us so yeah i think it would be such a good thing to continue that um you know, the the students and seniors having that time to learn from each other. I think that would be great to continue that somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the students and the seniors really do love it. And I think it's, it's good for them to be able to, uh, I mean, they, everyone needs visitors. And if they're not getting it from their family or friends, they still have the students that are coming to um, play games and do crafts with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so important. And it's, it's probably such a, a good feeling to, um, to help facilitate in any way that's, yeah. For sure, yeah. And I, I mean, we, we're not sure what it's going to look like with COVID because uh, I don't know when things are going to start opening up. So, uh, I mean, we're hoping in September we'll all be back at school and we can get things going. But I just don't know what the complex is going to want to do with further seniors either. So yeah, I I actually like the building I live in here in Saskatoon. I live right beside a seniors home, and I've noticed like my balcony kind of backs onto their parking lot, and I've noticed family members pulling into the parking lot and speaking to their family members through the window, and it's it makes me kind of sad, but it's also like there's still that want and that need to connect with uh, your family and your loved ones that you can't reach uh, physically, right? So um, yeah, things are definitely weird right now, um, but I'm hoping, yeah, things can get back to normal and and that projects like this can can still continue. Yeah, my brother, um, well, the students made cards for the seniors and my brother... I uh, went to go drop them off for them. So I, I'm sure that made them feel good to know that the students are still thinking of them. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if there's any other uh, comments you want to make before we wrap things up? I I don't think so. Okay. Uh, well, it was great to hear about your project. Um, it was great to have this conversation and to kind of get to know you a little bit. Um, I really admire the work that you've done and also the work that you're still doing in your community. Um, so thank you so much. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to explain everything that I've done and that me and my brother have done. So it was, thank you. Yeah. Um, So if you want to learn more about Rising Youth Grants, you can visit risingyouth.ca.